This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Joy 94.9, Friday morning show with Leah. With you until 12 noon this morning. Now, my next guest is a singer-songwriter from here in Melbourne, independent singer-songwriter. She has just released her very, very first EP, for the first time in the Joy Studios, welcome Juliana. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Leah. This is your first time in Joy and your very first video interview. Yep. So, welcome to Joy. It's Thank just you. relaxed. It's okay. I'll be very gentle with you. It's all right. <laughs> well, it's a good place to have a first interview. It is. So. It's, it's very joyful, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt very welcomed when I walked That's in. That's good. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Now, Juliana, when did you first realise that you wanted to sing And when did you first realise that you could sing? That's an interesting story, actually. I was probably about... I I was in, like, prep or something. I was only, you know, six or seven years old. And um, I used to love Mandy Moore. Like, Mandy Moore. Yeah, she was my my, everything. In my pocket. Yep. I used to sing Cry. A Walk to Remember was, like, my favourite movie. Mm -hmm. And I remember at school, one of my friends just dared me to go up and sing Mandy Moore and I was like no I don't and I, I remember this very vividly which is very strange because I'm, I'm quite forgetful I don't remember a lot of things mm. but I got up there and the singing teacher was like really like taken back she was like oh you can sing and I was like oh I I can <laughs> uh, maybe I can I don't know so they surprised my mum and they told her to they told me to sing again and they told her to come into the school one day because I had to have her in for a meeting or something and she came in and she saw me and she just cried. And she told my dad, she's like, did you know that your daughter can sing? And my dad was like, yeah. And she was like, wow, oh, what a cool okay. Story. Yeah, it was pretty cute. And that led you obviously to get singing lessons. Yeah, so um, I had singing lessons with my music teacher at my primary school. Um, and then it kind of just developed and, you know, I was working on technique and my voice. And I don't think it was, in, it was probably until I was about 12 or 13 years old that I started writing properly. I didn't really think anything about it. Like, I, it's so funny how much I know now compared to what I know then, like what I knew then. But yeah, I was only 12 or 13 years old and I decided like I needed to move forward. And if this was something that I wanted to do, I had to get really serious about it. Um, and I started working with Susie Ahern. She's amazing, by the way. Yep. She's, she's great. She's a great singer. Does back and vocals for pretty much anybody in mm-hmm. the industry. Yeah. Fantastic. She's my musical mama. So what did she teach you as far as the industry goes? Because it can be very cutthroat. Yeah, of course. Just how important it is to curate your art, basically, because, you know, I was up watching Lady Gaga interviews all night last night and I <laughs> didn't realise how amazing she was until I was watching them. But it's just, it's so important at, you know, at my age and, you know, in the world we live in today, it's so, like, online-based and, you know, social media is everything. So what the record labels are looking for now is for you to start your own fire and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm basically my own record label at the moment. So that's, you know, getting the EP out myself, writing all my own songs and just networking and meeting different people and trying to build that team around me that can that can really help me get my music out there and... Exactly. And of course, you were in LA recording your EP. Yeah. And you attended a, a workshop called Hollywood Immerse. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Hollywood Immersive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what was that about? Um, so I had just turned 15 at the time. And before that, Susie had approached my dad and said, 
look, there's so many opportunities overseas, especially, you know, for pop music. I think it's people don't really grasp pop pop music is is it's very competitive so you know my competitors are like taylor swift and katy perry and all of that so it's really hard for me Mm. yeah and you know if you don't have um a record label behind you or whatever it's quite hard to get it out there but hollywood immersive really kind of it kick-started that you know that journey that I, where I was meeting different people, you know, and really well-known songwriters like Desmond Child. You know, he wrote for Bon Jovi wow. and Kiss, and yeah, and I got the privilege to meet them and CEOs at you know Taxi Music and ASCAP and all of that, and it really immersed me into the whole like the business side of music because I think that's really important as well. It is because most artists they get a bit blase about that. They think, mm. oh, I'm an artist, I want to just focused on my singing and my songwriting mm. but these days you need to be across all aspects yeah, of the industry because people take you for a ride and stuff so you need to know what's sort of going on let's play the single from your debut EP Yay. the EP is called Mere Mortal Mere Mortal but the track is called Waterfalls and Rainbows mm-hmm. this is first time on Joy 94.9 this is Juliana enjoy enjoy Joy 94.9. Of course you love your mornings. <laughs> you enjoy with Leo, with Leo on the Friday morning show. My special guest in studio is singer-songwriter Juliana. Now, we just heard your debut single mm-hmm. before the break called Waterfalls and Rainbows. And if people go online to YouTube, the video is on there. And it's a really beautiful video. And I still don't know what it's really about. <laughs> It's oh, a stunning video. There's you and a little boy sort of going through outdoors and almost you're, you're sort of going towards something. You're sort of on a journey, I guess. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, of course. Um, a lot of people have been asking about it, like especially my friends and family. They're like, so, Juliana, we have a question. I'm like, yes. They're like, what happened to the kid at the end? And I'm like, <laughs> and I guess, because um, I spoke to Blake Farber, who's the director on the video, and he also did Beyonce's Countdown video. So Wow. Yeah. So when I was um, working with him, like, and he's a close friend now as well, and um, he's so lovely, but I was telling him that the thing about my whole like brand, if you will, or, or what I'm all about is, you know, a bit of sweetness. So I, I wanted the video to be very bittersweet. I wanted it to have, like, a dark undertone to it. Um, I didn't want it to be, like, pretty and fairy and cliche because the song can be taken in that way if it you know if it was done a little bit differently so Mm. um and perception is everything to me I've I really want people to see who I am as an artist like and the way I the way I've curated it but with that video I guess the song is about you know everyone has their own waterfalls and rainbows and it's not technically about a love in particular it might be a love of something but 
towards the end of it, it was kind of like he was just a figment of my imagina- my imagination, and you know, like that feeling of being so lonely that you have to find something something in your life to look forward to. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then it can be ripped away from you in you know in a split second. So. But yeah, so I I didn't want it to be too, like I didn't want the video to be, you know, there's a girl and there's a guy and something happens and they fall in love and blah, blah, blah. And while that's all beautiful and, and lovely sometimes, I just, I didn't want that for this song. I wanted there to be a dark undertone. A bit more substance to it. Yeah. 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 Now your EP is called Mere Mortal, mm-hmm. five original tracks. Yeah. And there's, I guess there's a bit of a journey on this EP. It's, mm-hmm. it's showing you as an artist for the very first time. So people discover your sound, what you're about. How did you decide what tracks to include on the EP? Oh, that was so hard. I, I mean, difficult. yeah, I'm, like I have a catalogue of stuff, but I think I really wanted to choose the five songs that kind of embodied that whole idea of Mia Model, that idea of a bit of sweetness. Like, um, so it's like five tracks, five senses, like that's what makes us human and I think I'm all about connection with people. It's why I do what I do. It's why I love writing music because I like I love it when somebody. I prefer a compliment when somebody says to me like I really connected with your song as opposed to I really like your voice. Like mm. I just if I know that I've you know touched people's hearts or that I've hit a place of you know where they can empathise with what I'm talking about, then I've done my job. Like that's what I'm all about. So, um, Me Immortal was about. I didn't want it to be... I was a little bit conscious of it, everything sounding the same, so I tried to choose five songs that that showed a variety of my sound. Mm. Um, and, I mean, I always try and write, not different genres, but different, like, use different elements of that genre because my taste in music is music. It's not eclectic, it's just music, so... It keeps things interesting as well. Yeah, of course. Like, I, and it's really funny because um, I'll tell people, like, I'm a huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. Like, but you write pop like, music. What? <laughs> yeah, and um, they're like, but you write pop music. I'm like, doesn't matter. I, I'm absolutely in love with Anthony Kiedis, and you know, I, I just, I love all types of music. I grew up on, you know, the Beatles and Led Zeppelin and stuff, thanks to my dad. And um, then I kind of ventured out and found my own kind of stuff, and I, I'm obsessed with Sia. Like, she's amazing, she's amazing songwriter, amazing singer. Yeah. Your first EP is out. Mm-hmm. You did a showcase in Melbourne last week to yep. perform the tracks live. Mm-hmm. I guess what's coming up next? What can we expect? Like some some live gigs, some well, more uh, that's, videos. Yeah, that's what I'm basically trying to do. I just keep people busy with more material, with more art. Like just getting it out there, and and you know whether that's playing shows or more videos or you know more music I guess live is where it's at if you can do one piece of advice I give to a new artist is if if you can do heaps of live gigs mm-hmm. do it yeah of course that's where it's happening as, as, as in, in the live scene so get a residency somewhere do some live gigs never say no just always sort of take some really good good opportunities of course I think it's important too not only for the artist but for the audience like for the for the people listening to it I know that you know if an artist comes out I've, I've been to so many concerts just because I want to go and I really want to connect with them that way like there's such a difference between hearing something live and you know hearing it you know after it's been mixed and mastered yes. and all of that it's just it's a completely it's different personal, feeling yeah of course it's very intimate my special guest this morning on the Friday morning show is Juliana her debut EP is called Me Immortal the first EP from Juliana 
is available right now on iTunes. Support local music and get yourself a copy. And you can visit her website, julianaofficialmusic.com. You can follow her on social media as well. Thank you for coming in this Thank morning. Thank you for having me. It's been great to meet you and best of luck for the EP. It's a first single, a first EP is always really exciting and a bit daunting. Mm-hmm. But um, so five great collection of songs that show personality and what you're about so congratulations on the EP thank you so much we're going to play another track from the EP which I think is quite joy friendly it's quite <laughs> upbeat yeah it's called Speechless tell mm-hmm. us about this track Speechless it's a pop song and it's funny because when it's slowed down it's a completely different feeling yeah, of course. Like, but it's it, basically the song gave me the opportunity to have an upper hand on a situation that I didn't necessarily have and it was it's a very personal song. Um, it's about, you know, having somebody who's very close to you and then just completely taking you off guard and, you know, in a way that you never expected. So, um, and I'm sure many people can empathise with that. So, um, that's why I chose it for the EP. And it was just, I kind of tried to use um, lots of imagery in terms of like being speechless. Because I always say like, how do you write a song called Speechless with lyrics in it? Like, mm, it's course. really hard. It's obviously quite hard <laughs> yeah. to do. So um, I kind of tried to use imagery, you know, like lips and mouth and eyes and kind of thing and just embody that whole idea of being able to hear something that you really don't want to hear so you can't really hear it. Yeah. If that makes any sense at all. <laughs> um, For the very first time on Joy 94.9 from the EP Me Immortal, this is Juliana Speechless. Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.